Hey friends, this week we are talking about something that is a topic that could resonate with all of us, and that is telling the truth. It seems like a simple idea, uh, but living and truth-telling and living our most authentic, truthful lives is something that's so important, but how come we get often sucked into maybe some not totally authentic truth-telling moments and what we can do about it. To grab your headphones, pour that warm beverage, that cup of tea if you're on a walk, be careful for cars. We're excited to have you with us. And here we go with this week's episode of Feels Like Sunshine. Hey friends, so pumped to be able to come in and talk to you today about something that honestly could be a year's long worth of podcasts. It could just be a whole podcast series and it's speaking and living our most authentic truth. And I got to give a shout out to my girl, Whitney. Whitney is an amazing female, fierce, strong warrior who is just honestly a badass and my hero. So Whitney, if you're listening, this podcast was inspired by something that you shared in one of our leadership meetings a few weeks ago. We were working on this book study together. And one of the tasks in the book study was to write ourselves permission slips. So permission to do things, to let go, to be vulnerable. Um, I, I laughed because I gave myself permission to swear. <laughs> um, but Whitney shared something that was really profound and it's been sticking with me for a lot of days lately. And she gave herself permission to speak her truth, even if it's nonconformist. And when she said that, I was just like, yes, Whitney, this is so true. And specifically as a female leader, I think that it brings some other layers and things to consider. But this has been something that since Whitney has said that has showed up in my life over and over. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts who've been speaking about it, reading lots of personal development, living it as we see all of the things that are happening in our world and that continue to happen and the discourse and the unrest and the questions and the wondering. And as I think about all of that, and as I struggle to be completely honest with always finding my authentic truth and speaking that and living that and the back and forth that sometimes happens with that, I wanted to just take a minute to come in and talk about it and to see if that's something that you all could resonate with as well. So Gabby Bernstein is an amazing author. If you have not read any of her work, I would suggest you to do that. She has written a couple books that I read, May Cause Miracles, uh, Spirit Junkie are a few. And she was interviewed one time and the person that was interviewing her asked her, are you proud of who you've become? And without missing a beat, she really replied, I haven't become anything. I have just let go of what I thought I should be. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so true because I, I know for me personally, um, and maybe even professionally, if I'm being totally honest, the struggle of trying to figure out what I think I should or shouldn't be based on the context of the situation, who is in the room, whether I am trying to gain respect of the people in the room, whatever those layers are, oftentimes I have felt like I haven't been my most authentic, truest self and true to my values and my beliefs. And while I think it's a sticky situation and you have to be careful of how and when and what you say and honoring the thoughts and the feelings and the beliefs of, of all of the people that you're working with, I do think it's important that we don't lose sight of who we are and that we speak our truth, as Whitney said, 
even if it's nonconformist and how we could do it in a way that is kind and respectful. So one of the things that I've learned over the years is to try to pay attention to that gut and that intuition and that like feeling in your chest or your stomach, wherever it is, when things feel out of alignment. So when I am not speaking or living or, or being my authentic truth, it just feels wrong. It feels out of alignment. And so my challenge to you is to take some time to reflect and ask yourself, what are the times when it feels out of alignment? So as I was reflecting and thinking and preparing for this podcast, the first thing that came to my mind are some uncomfortable conversations, specifically around some of the things that are happening in our world. As you know, there has been another school shooting and it's hard not to get on social media and see the opinions just flying all over the place around the coulda, woulda, shouldas and the blame and the finger pointing and the just not healthy stuff, right? And when I'm in those conversations face-to-face, when I see those conversations happening on Facebook, which aren't even totally real, right? Because most people have keyboard courage, I like to call it, where they say and they do things behind a computer screen or behind a phone screen that they would never, ever do face-to-face to somebody. But oftentimes it's hard to speak your authentic truth when those really difficult things are happening, especially for me personally, when it involves hearts of human beings and something as tragic and horrific and difficult and heart-wrenching as the school shooting in Texas, it's really, really hard to not be fired up and passionate and and it can cloud our thinking and our judgments and our, our emotions can really drive that. And while it's important to pay attention to our feelings, oftentimes we want to keep track of that when it feels out of alignment so that we still are speaking our truth and doing it in a way that maybe will empower and inspire other people to to see some things. I know I feel this way when it comes to, you know, a lot of the things happening politically, whether, and, I, and I, this is not about uh, which affiliation you have or what what your beliefs are because we could we could probably see some things no matter which um, side you tend to lean or not lean but oftentimes those things can be really hard and I have found myself in some in some conversations where I have not spoken up because I didn't want to offend the person I was with or I didn't want to cause problems or um, when and I should have it in a time where it maybe was presented as a political debate, for lack of a better word, and it really wasn't. It was actually a conversation around human decency and treating humans uh, respectfully and kindly and with heart. And I think it's hard when it comes at you at a lens that you're not expecting, um, and it's it's presented a different way. So, so those are sometimes that it feels out of alignment when you're having these uncomfortable conversations and you're not really sure how or what to say to have healthy discourse and to be open to learn and, and to be open to questioning and asking and exploring. And, you know, as Ted Lasso says, be curious, not judgmental. And so trying to remember that. There are some times when I feel out of alignment around um, certain family members, right? Like I'm going to just put that out there. We all probably have family members where it's a little more difficult to 
speak your authentic truth or to, to live that because of judging or maybe past experiences or preconceived notions or ideas or misunderstandings that have happened in the past. And um, oftentimes that happens. And, and how do you keep that in alignment? How do you speak your truth in a way that is kind and respectful? The other thing, you know, I think about is social media. We talked about this a little bit when we speak about what happened recently in Texas and how people on social media share things. But one of the things that I think is frustrating for some people is this perception that let's just take Facebook, for example, because I'm old. So for all you of you young whippersnappers that are on Instagram and Snapchat, um, when you think about that, I hear people a lot of times call it fake book and how we just often will present our highlight reels of our life, right? And we just, we have this perception that everything's perfect and everything's good and, you know, all of these things. And and while that's super fun and it's awesome to highlight and to celebrate and, and I'm all about positivity and, and, and highlighting the good and focusing on the good because I think what we look for, we see. So when we look for the good, we're going to see the good, but it's a very slippery slope. And when we compare our uh, insides, what we know is happening to the insides of ourselves to the outward appearance or the outsides of others, and we can get sucked into this comparison game or um, feeling less than worthy or whatever that might be by looking at somebody's outside or our perspective of what their outside is. And it just can be really, really slippery. It also, I think is important and, and you might disagree with me to talk about all of the things. If you're going to, if you're going to be on social, um, you know, again, you you might disagree with me, but I think it's important. We don't want to air our dirty laundry and like be dramatic and, and share all of the, you know, personal stuff. But I do think there's value in sharing some real parts of our lives. So if you follow me on social at all, and yes, I am on Instagram, you're going to see a lot of the celebrations and a lot of the good and and the feel good things and the the families and all of that awesome stuff which I love but you're also going to see the dirty pals of laundry you're going to see me spilling on myself you're going to see me talking about my struggles and my challenges and the hard stuff my mental health my anxiety how it impacts me the fact that I um really kind of stink at cooking and I don't like grocery shopping and all of the things and so it's important to honor those parts about us too, because that's real. And I don't know how many people, there's probably somebody out there listening right now that, that are thinking, oh my gosh, Jen, I've seen your laundry piles on your Facebook feed. And I've heard some of you say, thank you for sharing that because I had a pile of laundry that sat on my couch for like a whole week long. And you just made me feel better about giving myself grace and compassion. And so I share that to help maybe other people to know it's okay to not have this perfect whatever it is, right? Like part of that is your authentic truth is living who you are really authentically holy and it doesn't have to be perfect. The other time I struggle with really living my most authentic truth and speaking it is when I'm meeting new people. So that's always a sticky one, right? Because when you're getting to know people, you want to give that time to happen. But oftentimes I've been in conversations where people have done or said things that really don't align with what I think or believe or feel. And I just stay quiet when I should speak up or when they are misinformed and they don't actually, um, have knowledge about the, whatever they're talking about, or they've, they've got a perception that might not be totally accurate, trying to figure out when to speak up and when to, to listen and to learn more is, is tricky, but it's harder for me to do that when I'm just meeting with somebody and I know that about myself and I recognize that. So that's a growth edge. That's an area that I can stretch myself. 
But here's my big one. And I, I saved it for last because I have a feeling that it is something that most of you can resonate with. So when I talk about living our authentic truth and, and truth telling specifically, I want to just put it out there that I have not always told the truth. Um, and I'm embarrassed to say that. And I probably shouldn't be because I'm pretty sure that all of us have told lies in our life, whether, whether they're little white lies or big lies or white lies that have turned into more. And there's been times that I have not been fully honest with people that I love even. And it hurts my heart to say that. But as I reflect and I think about that and I think about growing up and being the oldest of six kids and trying to navigate through a very messy divorce that my parents went through and our families becoming um, blended with remarriages and things like that. And I'm grateful for all of those things now because they've helped create this family that I love and adore, even with the bumps and the hard parts. And believe me, there was a lot of bumps and hard parts. But through all of those years, life felt really fragile. And I learned at that time that I was constantly scanning and looking and trying to look out for the next thing. The ground felt very shaky and very unsettled. And so the way that I coped with that is I just was on constant alert to be on the lookout to make sure everything went well. I did everything I could to make sure that the people I love, my parents, my siblings, my grandparents were happy. And any moment of anyone around me being upset, I immediately felt that. I immediately felt like it was my responsibility. It was my job to make sure that all of the people were happy that were around me. And it worked in a lot of ways. There was a lot of things that I could do. I could be just quiet enough or just helpful enough. Or I could stay out of the way. Or if somebody was sad, I, I felt like it was my, like, job, I, if I didn't get them to feel better, I was, I was somehow feeling. And that has carried into my life. And now I'm struggling to be, to get over this chronic people pleasing. And I know that it comes from, from my childhood, right? I'm aware of that. It's not a blaming. It's not a finger pointing. It's nobody's fault. It just, it is what it is. But knowing that there's been times that it's been easier to not be totally honest with myself or with the people that I love because telling the lie was less hurtful than telling the truth. And as jacked up as that sounds, <laughs> it it's reality. And I know that that's something that a lot of you can probably are nodding your heads going, yeah, and maybe you're feeling a little sick to your stomach right now like I am too because when you say it out loud, it makes you think that you're like an icky person. And you're not. You're not an icky person. Neither am I. Um, we are imperfect humans who make mistakes and mess up. And for me, diving into the why and understanding my values and and by naming that, I am being truthful to myself. And I can say, you know what? I have told lies. I'm just going to say it. At the thought that I would avoid hurting somebody and I would rather be dishonest to myself if it meant that I could avoid hurt for other people. So how do we get past that? How do we stop people pleasing? How do we stop not being truthful to ourselves or to the people around us? How do we stop not saying the things that we need to say so that we can be honest? Um, 
Gandhi says this quote, he says, a no muttered from the deepest conviction is better than a yes that's merely to please or worse to avoid trouble. And how many times have you said things to just avoid trouble or just to please somebody rather than speak from your convictions? And so I want you to think about when you are speaking with your convictions and living and telling your truth, what does that feel like? What are those moments when you are in alignment with your truth? So for me, when I'm at Lake Michigan and I can look out at the waves and I can hear them crashing and I can focus on my breath work and I just have time to be alone and to think that is when I'm on alignment. That is when I feel strong and secure and grounded and I feel like I can speak my truth. When things are rattled and crazy and out of control and I'm, I'm disjointed and I'm, I'm going all over the place, that's hard. I can speak my truth when I'm with my tribe, my people, the people that love me no matter what, the people that don't judge, the people that are rooting for me, the people that know all of the times I've fallen flat on my face, all of the times that I've messed up, all of the times that I've done it wrong. I've, I've done the wrong thing. I've said the wrong thing. I failed over and over and over and over and I have not been the best version of myself, but they still love me and they see the best in me. Those are my people and I feel most able to walk in my truth when I can be with those people. Those are also the people that disagree with me. So I've got a really amazing core group of friends who I love. And if you guys are listening, you know who you are. And a couple of my core group of friends, we have very, very, very different beliefs, politically, especially. And one of the things that I love so very much is that we can talk about those things in a somewhat playful, but also somewhat serious way where even though we know we are probably not going to agree on most of the things, we will land in a place that we can agree to disagree and we can respect each other. So that is when I'm in my authentic truth. The other time is when I have time to be alone. When I'm around people, I tend to be a pretty empathic person. Um, I can feel the energy. And so if I'm around people, I know that it can be very draining for me. So I need time alone to pray, to reflect, to meditate. And then finally, it comes down to just having the courage to speak my truth with kindness. So I don't need to speak the truth from the lens of trying to convince or persuade or get someone to believe or to be on my side or to defend myself. But I need to speak my truth to honor my truth and to do it in a way that is kind to myself and to the people around me. So friends, just a few things as you're going through this week, I challenge you to do a little gut check. Ask yourself, are there times when you feel out of alignment with your truth telling? Are there times where you feel in alignment and seek to get in touch with those times that are more in alignment than that? I read a quote that I'm going to leave you with. There's nothing more beautiful than you and your authentic truth. And I couldn't agree with that more. So friends, as you, as you go into this week, first of all, know this most important message that you are so appreciated. You are so very loved and you matter. Believe it, feel it, hear that, know that it's true. Tell somebody else that it's true, but pay attention. Pay attention to when you're in alignment with your truth and when you're out of alignment and seek to find those times that you're in alignment. And in alignment does not mean 
that it needs to be in agreement with any everyone else or that everyone else needs to be in agreement with you. Alignment and agreement are two totally different things. So friends, thanks for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week. To all my educator friends out there, I'm sending you an extra big squeeze, an extra big love. Most of you are wrapping up your um, this school year and these last few weeks are tricky and tough and exhausting, especially in light of all of the things that are going on. So shout out to my educators and my families, especially of young kids. Uh, we see you. We got this together. Know that you can do this. We believe in you and we love you. Thank you so much, friends, for listening. May you find something this week that feels like sunshine. And for me, it's finding that alignment and living our authentic truth. Wishing you a great week and see you soon.